welcome to day 309 of Shaped by the Word. We're in our third season together. The story of the prophets, we've been reading through uh, the prophet Ezekiel. Uh, we've just come through a strong judgment section where Ezekiel is not only uh, pronouncing judgment on the nations that are surrounding Israel, but he also predicts the fall of Israel. And we come into a wonderful section beginning with verse 34 that talks about the restoration and the hope that God is is giving Israel. So we pick up in Ezekiel chapter 34 with a very common image in the Old Testament, the image of the Lord as our shepherd who watches over us and provides abundantly for our care, for our comfort, and for our peace. Mm -hmm. So before we read, as, as always, we offer ourselves, we offer this moment to the Lord. Our desire is not you know, simply to read a section of Scripture to learn some ancient history, but to be encountered with the living God and for Him through His Spirit, as we're going to see powerfully uh, on Friday, to work in us to give us new life in Christ Jesus. So before we read, Cindy, I'm Paul, by the way, here with Cindy and David. Uh, mm -hmm. Cindy, would you mind lifting us up in prayer before we read? Sure, no, I don't mind. Father, thank you for this time in your Word. And Father, we would just ask that as we read your Word now, that you would... By the work of your Spirit in our hearts, just teach us from this Word that we would be either convicted of our personal sin, Father, or we would be encouraged or comforted. But in all of this, Father, that your work would be done in our hearts to deepen our faith and our love for you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 34. And the word of the Lord came to me, son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel, prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, woe to you shepherds of Israel who only take care of yourselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, clothe yourselves with the wool, and slaughter the choice animals, but you do not take care of the flock. You've not strengthened the weak or healed the sick or bound up the injured. You've not brought back the strays or searched for the lost. You've ruled them harshly and brutally. So they were scattered because there was no shepherd. And when they were scattered, they became food for all the wild animals. My sheep wandered over all the mountains on every high hill. They were scattered over the whole earth, and no one searched or looked for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As surely as I live, declares the sovereign Lord, because my flock lacks a shepherd and so has been plundered and has become food for all the wild animals. And because my shepherds did not search for my flock, but cared for themselves rather than for my flock. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against the shepherds and I'll hold them accountable for my flock. I'll remove them from tending the flock so the shepherds can no longer feed themselves. I'll rescue my flock from their mouths, and there will no longer be food for them. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and will look for after them. As the shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so I will look after my sheep. I'll rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. I'll bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries, and I'll bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel and the ravines and in all the settlements of the land. I'll tend them in good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. There they will lie down in good grazing land, and there they will feed in rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I'll bind up the injured, strengthen the weak, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. As for you, my flock, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will judge between one sheep and another, and between rams and goats. 
is not enough for you to feed on the good pasture? Must you also trample the rest of your pasture with your feet? Is it not enough for you to drink clear water? Must you also muddy the rest of your uh, the rest with your feet? Must my flocks feed on what you have trampled and drink what you have muddied with your feet? Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says to them. See, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep, because you shove and flank and shoulder, butting all the weak sheep with your, with your horns until you've driven them away. I will save my flock, and they will no longer be plundered. I will judge between one sheep and another. I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them. He will tend them to, uh, to be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David will be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. I'll make a covenant of peace with them and rid the land of savage beasts so that they may live in the wilderness and sleep in the forest in safety. I will make them the places surrounding my hill of blessing. I'll send my down showers in season. There will be showers of blessing. The trees will yield their fruit and the ground will yield its crop. The people will be secure in their land. They will know that I am the Lord when I break the bars of their yoke and rescue them from the hands of those who have enslaved them. They will no longer be plundered by nations, nor will wild animals devour them. They will live in safety, and no one will make them afraid. I'll provide for them a land renowned for its crops, and they will no longer be victims of famine in a land or bear the scorn of the nations. Then they will know that I, the Lord, am their God, and am with them, and they will, and that they, the Israelites, are my people, declares the sovereign Lord. You are my sheep, the sheep of my pasture, and I am your God, declares the sovereign Lord. Very reminiscent, of course, of the 23rd Psalm, mm-hmm. which we're so deeply fond of, where David is confident that the Lord will always bring him through the darkest valleys and bring him into the very best of pastures to lie him down beside still waters. And, of course, the image changes toward the end when he spreads a banquet table before him in front of his enemies. And surely mercy and peace will follow him all the days of his life. And, and so you see the restoration, you know, of Israel. And there's just kind of a nice touch, you know, that there's in the middle. The Lord says, I'm going to intervene myself. My shepherds have not taken care of my people. So I'm going to judge the shepherds. And not only that, I'm going to judge the bullies among my people mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but I will restore them. But right in the middle, you see, not simply I, the Lord, will restore them, but I will put my prince and David over them to rule over them, mm-hmm. which, of course, is a, a portrait of Christ and a portrait of the coming new covenant, uh, which most of this week will you know, concern. We even hear the words in there, the covenant of peace, mm-hmm. you know, that he's mm-hmm. going to establish with his people. I do love, as we're talking about shepherd shepherds and the flock, and, of course, he's, you know, speaking um, judgment towards these shepherds um in the beginning he says you have not strengthened the weak or healed the sick or bound up the injured you have not brought back the strays or searched for the lost just the picture i think it's in matthew 18 where it talks about the 99 and the one that has strayed and yet you know um looking and searching for the one and rejoicing over the recovery of the one and just the the beautiful picture of what the good shepherd will be doing, you know, and we saw that in the life of Christ as he did heal those who were, you know, injured. And I mean, he was, you know, I realize we're always thinking of that as his um, his earthly ministry, which refers to, you know, the spiritual ministry to us. But he was, you know, the good shepherd. He was strengthening the weak and healing the injured. No, it, it is a picture of God's holistic concern, you know, for for his people. You know, not simply for their eternal salvation, but for their immediate welfare, for their caring, for their prosperity, for their flourishing. 
Uh, when you hear the word covenant of peace, that's exactly what you're talking about. You're not talking about, you know, simply an easy, secure feeling, which is, you know, something that is certainly portrayed in this passage. But you're talking about a restoration to fullness and wholeness mm-hmm. or, the, or the fullness and the wholeness of the blessing of God. And you still have Leviticus and Deuteronomy, you know, kind of ringing in the background, you know, there with both the blessings, mm-hmm. you know, that come from being under God's care and the curses that come from walking outside of God's care. And so you see here a reverse of those curses because the chapter just before this is, is pronouncing judgment on you know Jerusalem itself. Part of that judgment is the responsibility of the shepherds. Part of it is the responsibility of the more prosperous sheep, you know, who have, mm-hmm. uh, who have uh, taken advantage, you know, of, of those around them and suppressed and oppressed those. And God will come in and reverse all of that, provide holistically for his people. Mm-hmm. Now, I love getting to see the heart uh, of God here, and obviously that does point to the heart of Christ as the chief shepherd and overseer. And But we still see that that kind of dynamic that where the shepherds get it so wrong, and it still even happens today where, you know, kind of the flock exists to serve the shepherds, and the shepherds take advantage of the flock and abuse the flock. But what, what God's desired all along is not that this, the flock would serve to would be there to serve the shepherds, but the shepherds would be those who care for the flock and serve the flock and, and give of themselves for the for the flock and and so you see you still see that you know throughout churches all today. Um, but what a good chapter to remind us not only of the shepherding heart of God, but what it means to be an under shepherd under God and what it means to care for His people and and I love how those passages and reminders like this are sprinkled all throughout the Bible and, and as a shepherd it's it's good for my heart to see that as well. No, there's you know, there's no doubt, you know, whenever Jesus describes himself in John, uh, you know, as the good shepherd, you know, he reminds us quickly that the good shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, you know, how many times that you know occurred normally in in the Old Testament period. We do see David risking his life with a lion and with a bear in order to rescue the sheep. Uh, but it is true of our Lord that he does indeed lay down his life, you know, for his sheep. And, of course, mm-hmm. you know, he would later call of husbands to mimic him in laying down their lives, mm-hmm. you know, for their wives. And so leadership in a biblical standard is just completely the opposite of the way we we see it. We kind of like mm-hmm. to work our way up, you know, through uh, mm-hmm. uh, through the leadership chain, not in order to be of better service to people, but in order to enjoy more perks for ourselves, where it's salary, mm-hmm. where it's privilege or whether it's power. And, of course, the gospel, you know, turns that, you know, exactly on its head. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, we have, we have, you know, the Davidic king, mm-hmm. and we have Yahweh himself who has laid down, you know, his life, you know, for his sheep. So it's a very beautiful picture of, of leadership. But also, David, you're right to read it for any of those of us in ministry. It's a great responsibility mm-hmm. to know that the sheep are not here for us, for our benefit, but we're here for their benefit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they smell bad, and sometimes they bite, and sometimes, <laughs> you know, and all of, all of that is you know, a big part of it as well. Yeah, but what a blessing mm-hmm. uh, to have such a high calling to, mm-hmm. to mimic the chief shepherd. Mm-hmm. David, do you mind closing us with a word of prayer? No, let's pray. Father, we do thank you for the reminder of, of who Christ is and his shepherding heart for us, um, that we are truly his sheep and that he cares for us, um, and so much so that he, as Paul said, laid his life down for us. And so those of us in leadership, those of us um, in positions where, where we serve and, and care for um, your church, um, may we 
serve with the heart of Christ. Um, Father, forgive us for the times we haven't. And we pray this all in, in the name of Jesus. Amen.